Hello, I'm Paddy and welcome to Thoughts Not Spoken. Today we're going to be looking at identity politics. What is it? What is, what is it used for in society and what does that mean for the individual and how we look at other people? And today, of course, I also have a special guest. Rumour has it, this person invented the data bomb. If you know, you know. Without further ado, it is, of course, my brother, Stephen. Hi, Stephen, how are you? Hope your connection's okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can, Paddy. Thanks for having me on. Brill. Um, so, as I've, as I've said already, we're going to be talking about identity politics today. Um, so, what is identity politics, Stephen? Do you have a, a definition or some sort of thing to go off for the start of it? Yeah, um, a definition. I don't. I don't think I have a definition verbatim, but um, I can give you a rough idea of what I consider it to be. And um, I don't know who coined the phrase. There's a few people I can think of, but the most notable person who talks about this in the sort of in in the in the sphere of society, if you like, is, is a guy called Douglas Murray. I, I, it may have been him who coined it, but I'm not sure. In, in, in essence, it's the idea that someone makes an argument or they make an assertion or they make a comment and whatever that conversation is about they make reference to the identity the group identity the tribal identity before making reference to what that person thinks that individual thinks what their character is etc so and and that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth it's the first thought in their consciousness and so uh, you know an example would be you know uh, um you know, in, in, in politics, there's, there's 30% women in, in political positions of power, let's say, in, in Westminster. If that's right, let's say 30%. The, 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 if, that, if I threw that star out there and just say it, like, up, 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 yeah, so, you know, when was the last election? It was last year, you know, 20, 2019, whenever, whenever it was, you know, um, there's 35% of women got, got elected. You know, let's say that came in the news. person listening to that who is who has the mindset of identity politics, who has the mindset of tribal think, will make the assertion that, oh, that's that's not good, that's bad. Yeah, because 50% of the population is female, but there's only 35% females in politics. So the person that's been parasitized, parasitized with this this idea of, of women, of, um, of identity politics, will jump to the conclusion of discrimination, they'll jump to the conclusion of misrepresentation first as their primacy before they consider um, the, the alternative reasons. Does that make sense? Have I, have I explained that well enough? Yeah, so you're looking, identity politics would be looking at um, their race or their sex or their gender before looking at their, like, who they are and what their character is. Yeah, basically, Paddy, yeah. Um, in, in a nutshell, I suppose. So, if we look at our, our recent history, let's say like the last 50 years or so, yeah. um, do you have an analogy or uh, tell us like a wee bit about like the trend that's happening at the moment with, within identity politics? So, um, what's been happening over the last 50 years? Has it improved? Is it now a, more, a bigger problem than it was? Um, something along those lines? Okay, <laughs> um, it's it's complicated. I suppose, uh, I suppose technically, 
Western society has has developed to a point. It's been developing for forever, obviously, and we're we're becoming more and more. It, 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 as times as times moved on, society's moved towards a more individual mindset. We're treating the individual as as sovereign. You know, you are an individual. You're not your tribal group. You're not a male or female. You're a liberal ind- individual. And you have equal opportunities and rights to everyone else. I think you'd you find difficult to argue against that from the civil rights era and through to now. The world is definitely far more equal in terms of opportunity for everybody in the Western world. The varies obviously what country you go to, depending on the laws. But if you just take the UK as an example, um, however, the last, the last, I wouldn't say fifty years. I think it's a very, very recent thing that's changed. The last maybe ten years maybe 20 but i think in last certainly last 10 years there's been there's been something different that's, that's occurred i think um douglas douglas murray makes the makes the analogy here of a, a train coming into the station um the, the train the train being the, the train arriving at the station being you know equality of opportunity for everybody and um, you know the, the train's coming down slow down slow down slow down as but Recently, last five, ten years, as it's come into the station to a stop, suddenly an element of society, and I'm not sure what the best phrase for these individuals are, and, and maybe I've been complicit in that, maybe we all have been to a certain extent, but we have suddenly lifted our foot off the brakes and we've just added fuel to the fire over the last five, ten years. And the analogy here is that we're, we're now smashing the barriers. We're going in the opposite direction that we've been going in the last, you know, couple of thousand years. You know, um, it, it's 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 comments like you know, you know, it should be fifty five percent representation in in politics. It's comments like the gender wage gap. It, it, it you know, in terms of discrimination only as the only metric to measure that. Um, it's making reference to someone's identity before making reference to their actual character, which I think is actually destructive, and it's going in the opposite direction to where we were going in, which was equal opportunity for everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's perfect. That's good. That's really good. Um, I have actually, uh, I think, an example that, that references that. So I wanted to stay within the UK, but this example was was mm. quite um it was quite abrupt i i was shocked actually when i when i read it it was in 2017 and it's in america a place mm. um evergreen campus yeah 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 I, i'm not sure where in america it is but um it was basically the the campus the uh the uh liberal arts students is is what it's referred to are held a day in 2017 which was um discri- uh not discriminating is the wrong word taking white people off campus and um, for a day just to show that they're not racist which in a way is um is quite ironic but the the professor a, a white male professor not that not that it matters what he was um, called Brett Weinstein just stayed on campus he was like why should I not be teaching my class today and because of his complexion and his ethnicity 
uh, he was like locked in a building and not allowed to teach his class and he was called racist for turning up to teach. And then um, quite a, a modern day example, analogy of, of I think what you're referring to and correct me if I'm wrong. You know, Paddy, it's, a, it's an absolutely perfect example. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm aware of the story. I know who Brett Weinstein is. Um, and it's, it's a perfect example, Paddy, well, well found. Um, you, know, the, the, you know, clearly there's something going on here with people's psychology. They, they you know, I, I, there probably are examples everywhere in this, but I think in the Western world it is especially prevalent. Um, where this where this is happening, and um, for those who don't know, Brett Weinstein's a, a, a white male, um, so he he would come under that car, car, you know characteristic as as, be, as being white and privileged and male and privileged, and um, if you've heard the expression, um, which maybe we'll not go into today, but um, yeah, certainly that's a good example. I, I I can't think of any others off the top of my head. And maybe I should have prepared better for this, but um, it's a good one. Well, actually, when when I was going to do a podcast, and um, one of the first ideas I had was to do a talk on um, feminism and the gender pay gap, as you mentioned there, and yeah. then and and I was actually I was going to do it with you or with one of my friends who is also male and also white. Um, you couldn't do that. You'd be you'd be. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. So I, I, I took back and I was like, no, I, I can't do that because that would be, um, that would look really wrong with two white males talking about how feminism uh, may or may not be a problem in the future. Um, and that's quite, that's quite worrying. So, <laughs> yeah, it is quite worrying, and I think it like it identifies identifies identity politics but it, it creates a real um problem i guess for taking back the looking at who the individual is within and not looking at skin color and i guess it technically is a, a version of racism and that so that that would be my argument i would say a day where only males can go on Evergreen Campus. Sorry, not only males. Sorry, only um, was it only people who had black skin, or was it only people who were not white? I'm not sure. Not white. Do you happen to know? Not is white. It not white. I mean, yeah. that that is extraordinary. I mean, do do we understand that that would have happened? You know, fifty years ago, in the opposite direction. Do we not understand that? You know. And why why is this not suddenly deemed as racism? Why is it allowed? Why is it only one man standing up against that, um, or one person? But there we go, I've fallen in the trap again. Mm-hmm. You know, one man. Why why is only one man stood against that? It's, it's an extraordinary thing, and um, it's it's occurring. And um, for those who are saying it's not racism, I, I don't. I, I just don't. Maybe I don't understand the argument. Maybe we need. Maybe we need to speak. We 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 need to speak to someone, Paddy, who has that viewpoint and can articulate it to us. I'm, I'm very open to the idea of having my mind changed, but I've not heard an argument yet that would suggest it was a, it's, a, it's a good idea to segregate communities intentionally. <laughs> you know, the idea of segregation is long gone. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, Paddy, coming from Northern Ireland. I was going to mention this. I thought about it just before you called me. Because um, Northern Ireland have... 
been under identity politics since the dawn of time. <laughs> you know, um, you look at politics in Northern Ireland. Let's not go into it too much, otherwise, hmm. no people will stop listening if they're even listening at all. But you know, as you know, if, if you're on one side of the camp or the other, no matter what that politician says, you, you have to agree with them. That is identity politics. That's what's gone wrong with Northern Irish politics. It's identity politics. That's probably the easiest, simplest way, simplest example in order to understand this phrase, this this phenomena which is occurring. Um, and I think for once, maybe Northern Ireland has been ahead of the curve in this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not for good reasons, but yes. <laughs> I I have a I guess a counter argument and um I was wondering if you share share some light on shed some light sorry on this uh comment which is do you think identity politics contradicts community so if you have a community of doesn't matter what it really is but if you have a community of women or a community of men who are standing up for themselves or a community of white people or people over 60 or whatever it is and yeah, got you. do do you think they lose that community if you take if you take away identity politics i'm not told that can you go again in a different way um i'm not sure <laughs> um so they have a community around them because they're mm. all similar oh, okay yeah yeah uh, if if you stride away from that and we say everyone is an individual, and we put individuals above. So if, if I put myself as an individual, as my character, above people around me, is that a bad thing for our community and for our country and for. Yeah, I get you know, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you, you, to, to answer that, um, I would say what I'm not saying is we shouldn't have community, we shouldn't have people together who are similar, you know. That is the idea of a liberal free society. You, you, you have the choice to live and be who with whoever you want to. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't want to do that or strive to do that if you think that's the best way to live. And by the way, I would suggest it is the best way to live. But that's different from actually um, everything your group says, you then agree with. I think whenever that happens, mm. I think you cross a line. You know, there's one thing saying, I'm a part of this, let's say it's a Christian faith, you know, I'm a part of the Christian faith, let's say. Um, and then anything that another Christian says, oh, yeah, I agree. Or anything your minister says, yeah, I agree with that. Or anything your political leader says, oh, yeah, I agree with that. You're Protestant, for example, in Northern Ireland. Um, you know, anything that whoever the, I don't even know who the head of the the UP is at the moment. Not being, not living there at the moment, but um, whatever they say, you just go with that's where it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. That's where identity politics gets in the way of your individual freedom. And I think people have to recognise that it, that's actually holding them back from their individual freedom. They're holding themselves back whenever they add, um, whenever they submit to that mindset. Um, and we see it all the time. It's a natural thing. I think, I think, as you've sort of alluded to in the question, it's a natural thing to want to agree with and want to connect with your political identity and you, with a small p by the way of political that could be your race that could be your yep. religion could be your culture it could be your gender you know whatever that identity is 
as soon as you submit to it and you say this is this is who I am and anything anyone says against that or attacking me that's what that's what is, that's what is a problem and um, you know if, for, for example an example of this is you know I criticize not I not that I have but let's say someone criticizes um you know the religion of Christianity okay if someone were to do that and let's say I was a Christian if I get if I become like ultra defensive to that all right that's my issue they they the, the other I can control the other person. The other person is free to criticize my 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 group identity, but if I let that affect my emotion and my psychology, I'm I'm submitting to my identity politics, and I think that might be a bit of a reason why this is occurring. People are getting too connected to their identity politics. It's it's becoming, and maybe it always has been. Maybe it's an element of our it's a weakness within our our psychology, perhaps going quite deep here my apologies but i'm not quite going as deep as michael i don't think but mm. it's it's really pushing it um i think i've made a point i don't want to over over sell yeah. it perfect um has it has it, has it seeped through or do you want me to go more, continue 100 percent. no i think that's um perfect i'm just gonna conclude then i think if that's if that's sweet um and i'm actually going to conclude with uh, Martin Luther King talking about uh, racism in America and his famous speech where he said, I had a dream that my four kids will not be judged by the colour of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I think that sums it up perfectly. In... It, 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 it's bang on, isn't it? it? It's bang on the money. And hopefully we, because obviously that was from a certain context, you know, and hopefully we're not going to resort, not, not, I wouldn't say that we would, we would ever resort back to that again. I think that's very unlikely because we've come so far. But there's elements of it, isn't there? There's elements of that that same um, mindset that just does not sit well with me. Mm. But Patty, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed myself chatting yep. away, chatting rubbish to you. And um, I've enjoyed your podcast so far. I think it's brilliant. It's a, shame you're, it's a shame you have to talk so much, but then... Um, it's always nice to be here. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming on. And as always, guys, if you have any um, comments, queries for that, email thoughtsnotspoken at yahoo.com. Cheers.